0: Oh man, it's DJ Hercules, at 787, man, y'all know what it is, it's Talkish Radio, Brooklyn's Finest is in the building, I'm in the building, let's go. Hercules, DJ Hercules, 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 We Wee, Missy, There are any boys around that know how to make a girl feel, that wanna make a girl feel, make her feel good. Shout out to everybody tuned in right now, let's go hey what's up guys it's your girl Brooklyn finest and you're now tuning in to talk yo-ish podcast welcome guys happy happy thursday it is june 22nd do y'all realize that yesterday was the first day of summer like i don't know look i forgot because it's been raining so much i couldn't even tell it was the first day of summer yesterday but it was so for all of you um, That did did forget. Let me give you that friendly reminder. Yesterday was the first day of summer. Even though in New York it's been raining. In Atlanta it's been raining. Like, I don't know what the hell is going on. I feel like we're going through a tsunami or something right now. Because it's just been so much freaking rain. But... It is what it is. So, hey, guys, happy that you're here. Thank you for tuning in. We always appreciate the fact that you could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. So we're very thankful. Shout out to my guy, DJ Hercules. He is still out there on tour doing big things, moving around, shaking tables and buildings all over the place. Um, But, yeah, we're here. So guys, you know, before I always get my show started, I wanted to always do my manifestation for you guys. I hope wherever you are in the world today, you're absolutely blessed. I hope that you're phenomenally going through a great place in your life right now, that your finances are great. Your home is great. Your marriage is great. The leader of your home is great. Your children are great. Your grandparents are great. Your parents are great. Aunties and uncles and grandpas are great. Everybody's great and uncles. The children, the grandchildren, the great nieces, the great everybody, (laughs) the entire family is great. I pray that everybody in your circle that you surround yourself with is doing absolutely well well as Lord have mercy. I'm having trouble with my words. You see how the devil trying to distract me from praying for y'all. I pray that your circle is great. I pray that every day when you wake up and you're allowed to open your eyes, that God gave you another day to bless the people around you. See, it's not about what God does for you. It's actually what you do for other people. God sees that. He sees the humbleness in your heart. He sees when you're out there trying to be better than who you were or trying to help someone be better than who they were. So I want you guys, well, it's already nighttime, but <laughs> tomorrow on Friday, I want you guys to to make it an effort to go and help somebody. It could be the smallest thing. It could be buying lunch. It could be uh, buying a bottle of water. It could be just giving them a hug. It's just telling them they're beautiful or they're handsome or you're doing a great job. It could be absolutely anything. It doesn't have to be monetary. You just need to show someone love. Trust me, it makes you feel good. You know what I'm saying? Plus, you got to keep drinking your water and minding your business. You know what I'm saying? That'll help as well. (laughs) like <laughs> hey baby let me tell you drinking my water in my, my business has been the best decision I ever made in my life so somebody should have told me that four or five years ago I would have been did that but no I have such a huge heart I always want to help always want to assist I always want to be that person I learned my lesson yeah I don't do all that shit no more like God bless everybody and their souls and <laughs> their counterparts but I learned to stay in my lane I help my people, my circle. I make sure we all shining and we all living our best. If you ain't in my circle, you get the middle finger. Unfortunately, I hate to say that, but it is what it is. I'm not an evil person. I'm not a bad person. But sometimes people want to bring you down. They want to shine their negativity BS on you. I refuse that. I I got blockers, baby, all around me. So when you want to come and spew some of your spray of negativity over here, I just spray you back. I got Lysol and a bottle of holy water. Which one you want first? (laughs) I'm sending it both ways. But I want you guys to keep God in prayer. You know, whoever you pray to in the most high, keep him in prayer. Remember, he comes first. There is no more before him. He is number one. He is your father. He is your holy, your spirit, your everything. You know what I'm saying? Every morning when I get up and I get in the shower, I pray in the shower. I pray for my enemies. I pray for their peace and their healing. I pray for the people that don't like me, for the people that's got hatred towards me, that's jealous, that's envious of me. I pray for them. Because the the best thing you can do for your people that don't care for you, that want to see your your downfall, is pray for them. Because they they clearly got issues. Because I have never in my one moment of my life wished it bad on somebody. Even in my most angered moments, I'm like, ah, but you know what? I let it go. I've never wished hatred on somebody. I never wished somebody would die. Like even when I was abused, I still never wished that person to die. When I had my brothers and everybody want to come for this nigga, blah blah blah, I still never did that. I didn't want that on my conscience. I forgave him. And we're good friends now. Well, let me rephrase that. No, we're not good friends. We're cool. If I see you in the street, what's good? And keep it pushing. But that's about all you can get from me. But I didn't forgive him for him. I forgave him for me. Because I needed the peace to move on with my life. Because had I never forgave him, I wouldn't be here now. I wouldn't be married. And I wouldn't be in such a happy, glow place. So shouts out to peace. Shouts out to blessings. Shouts out to forgiveness. So if you got somebody you need to forgive, forgive them. Because if you don't forgive you will be in that place forever. You will be in that sunken hole, that click, click, click on the cup. <laughs> You'll be there forever. People stop walking around hating people. Stop being angry at people. Take responsibility and take your own accountability for the shit that you do to get you and where you at. I tell people all day long, when something in my life don't go wrong, I'm not going to just point a finger at them. I'm going to point the finger at me too. Because... Let me just use him for 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 instance my past relationship. <clears throat> he and I don't speak at all no more, right? And for a long time I blamed him for my pain, for my heartache, you know, when I was going through it years ago. And then I finally had to realize like, girl, you need to blame yourself. You need to blame the reason why you was heartbroken. You saw the signs. You saw everything. You got to take responsibility that you may have added to the drama. You may have added to the to the breakup. So just as much as I could be mad at him, I got to be mad at myself too because I allowed it. So we also have to learn how to take accountability for the BS that we evolve ourselves in. You can't just blame one person. Oh, he or she. Oh, he. Oh No, 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 no. You got to take accountability for allowing the bullshit to happen in your life. Okay, I have two friends that are going through a lot in their marriages and and I'm not going to speak on the stories because they listen and they they didn't give me permission to talk about it. But it just hurts to see your peoples because I've learned now to surround myself to a certain degree around married people because me and single people. Yeah, my husband, he ain't with that ish. (laughs) Hey, no, baby. Thank God I'm an introvert and I don't need to be outside. I don't have to be in a limelight. I'm comfortable where I am. Like, if you ain't cutting a check, I'm not coming. So I don't really do pop-ups. Just people like, oh, I want you to come on to my event and support. I be wanting to. Don't get me wrong. If you're listening to me and you've invited me to um, an event, and I've been invited to hundreds of events, and I don't show up, it's not that I don't want to. It's not that I don't support your 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 adventure or whatever it is that you're doing I'm an introvert like I just do not like being outside to a certain degree I kind of like being alone and um, other than my best friend which is my husband I could be with him all day every day um but even my own female best friends, the two that I have, I'm just, yeah, I'm just not like that no more. I used to be really outside-ish, but now I don't know. I just all of a sudden woke up one day. Maybe it had to do a lot with COVID. Made me more of an introvert. I guess that that could have. Because before COVID, I don't think I was that bad. I did go outside a lot more, but now it's like, please. I'm. Mean, where you going, Brooke, home? Brooke, what you doing? Not at bed? My male version of me. Shout out to Dale. <laughs> He, uh, he came back from San Juan, Puerto Rico yesterday. Now, he's married with two children, beautiful little girls and beautiful wife. And he's like, he's a Virgo like me. So he, I, he calls me the female version of him and I call him the male version of me. But we've been friends for over 20 some odd years. Right. So we're the type of friends that we fall into full out. So one thing about Virgos that when we mess with you, we don't have to talk to you every day, but when we do talk to you, it's like, bro, sis, like it, the friendship never ended. So he was coming in from San Juan, Puerto Rico. He said, where you at? You in New York? You here? What you doing? I said, I'm in Atlanta. He was like, what are we doing tonight? I was like, "Think I'm in the bed. <laughs> he was like, Nick, I'm going to need you to go outside. You never want to go outside. <laughs> I said, yeah, true. That That is very true. I, I really don't. You know how many times I have not seen Dale and probably it's we, we see each other so, so not as often as we like, but we see each other, but we talk more than we see each other. And we always try to get together. So, because he's a businessman and he travels a lot with work, and he's a father and a, and a husband, so he's he's very imperative. He tells me his days he can hang out, his days he can't. I got to do this for the kids and the wife first, but I can hang out on these days. He has designated days where he could be outside. So, the days that he's designated to be outside, I'm like, all right, bro, I, we could catch up, go get lunch or dinner or something. But remember, I need to be outside before I I see darkness, like before nine, because after nine, I'm not coming outside. He'd be like, really? I'd be like, yeah, yeah, sorry. So shout out to Dale. He went to Puerto Rico. Um, I'm sure it was absolutely beautiful. So let me say this to y'all as I said, my manifestation and y'all prayers and everything. Today's topic we're talking about is wills. If you have not tuned into my Instagram to see me do my promo for this tonight's show, today is about wills and we're going to get into it because I had to do some research and I had to, I misquoted myself, so I'm going to kind of, Pull back from what I said on one of my promo videos, and I'll tell y'all that in a minute. But real quick, make sure you guys are following us on social media. Follow the radio station, Talk-ish Radio on the gram, and that's T-A-L-K-I-S-H-H-H Radio. And then uh, follow the podcast, Talk-Yo-ish Podcast, and that's four words, T A L K Y O I S H H H, and that's three H's podcast. Follow me, me, your girl, Brooklyn's Finest, at Brooklyn's with an Finest 347, that's B-R-O-O-K-L-Y-N-S-F-I-N-E-S-T 347. And follow my geyser, DJ Hercules, the most electrifying man in, in industry. If not, then who? Um, DJ Hercules. Follow him at DJ Hercules underscore 787. And like I said, Hercules will be back in the studio back in July. He has just been traveling, shaking tables and buildings. He got so much coming up. Shouts out to Michelle Management. Let me give her. Let me give my girl her flowers. She got him working, working. Okay, she not playing. Shouts out to Michelle. I'm going to give you your flowers. Girl, if you was in the studio with me right now, I'd be throwing you roses. There'd be petals all over the studio. She is a woman about her business. And I'm gonna touch on that real quick. Let, let, let's, let's spew into that before we go into the studio, to the to the actual show. So I've learned in this industry some, not all, but some men are very intimidated by very strong women that have their own, that have built their brand, that has their level of confidence, that has built their name. And is very respected. There are a lot of men that cannot handle that type of woman. And that's Michelle. Michelle is beautiful. She's in a great space. She has the right connections. She's very professional. If you're looking for a manager, Michelle is your chick. Okay. But you got to be able to have something to sell. If you're not sellable, she, she can't fuck with you. <laughs> and when I say sellable, I ain't talking about my body parts here. I'm talking about you got to have a brand and it has to make sense for her to see a vision so she can market you into the the categories of, of the world that she works in. Um, so again, shouts out to Michelle. So she got my husband working, working like that was the best decision that I think he made for his career. And that I co-signed off on because he was like, babe, what you think? I'm like, look, cause he asked me originally, would I be as manager? And I was like, yeah, I'm not manager style. Like I tried that in the past. I managed rappers and stuff, but It's just not me. And you're there right now. And I'm here. If you were here, it'd be a little bit more different in Atlanta. I can move and shake with you. But in in New York, I don't really know those type of connections. I know some people, but not a lot. Michelle was very, when I say very connected, please, very, very connected. I'm not going to drop names, but she's very connected. Um, And she just, you made a path and, and made a pack and they have a really great bond. And um, and I love Michelle. So, you know, that's the one thing about women that are very secure in their environment. Because someone asked me a while ago, like, are you comfortable with your husband and being around a female manager and she's beautiful? Yes. I trust my husband. I trust her. And I trust to know that what they're doing is work. That's that. Like, I don't know where your women be getting these thoughts from. Like, where y'all, get, have y'all been broken that bad that you just assume everybody is a cheater? Like, everybody's going to cheat. Like everybody doesn't cheat. I look at it like I bring enough to the table uh, emotionally, mentally, physically for him to sustain him and make him happy. So he ain't got no reason to go outside to look for nothing. I give him peace. I give him happiness. I communicate with him. I love on him. I adore him. We have a great friendship before we have a relationship. You know what I'm saying? That's what a lot of people don't understand about relationships. You have to have a great friendship first. You can't just pew, jump into the relationship without the friendship because then you don't have nothing to fall back on. So we have a great friendship and we're very trusting of each other. My husband is an Aquarius and he can be a little raw. No, let me refer. <laughs> that, that's my husband. <laughs> I'm more like meow. <laughs> I used to be raw, but since I've been with him, I've gotten very submissive. So I'm more like meow. <laughs> so when he come raw, i would be like meow. <laughs> Okay, I got it. I'm a pause. Let me relax. I went too far, but my husband is a great man. For the outside world that sees him, they see him as D J Hercules. For me, I see him as my husband, and I see him as his government name, and I love him dearly. So I'm going to support his endeavors, and I'm willing to take a back seat temporarily just to see him be the person he's supposed to be. When he wasn't able to be who he was years ago, I wanted him to. I want him to be that person now. And to any means necessary, I'm going to push, support, and make sure he gets there. I will be the water girl, the, go, the 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 go get the red bull girl. I will go pick up the lunch girl, go get this. Like I'll be that one. I'm okay with that because I know this is my husband but I believe in him and I believe in his dreams. And so so does Michelle. So together we're a team. We always want to see him be great because we know what he's capable of. See, when you're a good person, a positive person, you see the greatness in people before they see it. I saw the greatness in, in him when I met him. I said, you don't see what I see. You are destined to be great. One of the greatest. And back then he was, he was doing great things, but not like he's doing now. Like, I can't even speak on the shit that's getting ready happen before the year's out. It's about to change the game. Like, and shout out to Michelle because she's making all this shit happen. So I'm not going to speak on it. I'm going to let him drop them jewels. But when I tell you 2024 is a whole nother, <laughs> Oh Baby. 2023 opened up a lot of doors, but 2024 is going to be the one that be that big door. You ever see them houses where the doors be so big? You got to be looking up and they like 12 feet tall. To- That's the type of door we opening up in 2024 for Hercules. I'm just saying, I'm giving my husband his roses as well. Let's get it. Michelle Management, ha- hashtag, let's go. And we the biggest, okay? So let's get into the topic of conversation. Oh. Real quick, and I was trying to get to a story, and I just, you know me, I just veer off to the left, and I'd be going to my own little conversations. So, I'm going to just say this, and I'm going to say this in the most respectfully way that I can, most respectful way that I can. If you're a hater, if you're a big mad about whatever you think you're seeing on social media, and you're not man enough or woman enough to pick up the phone and call and say, hey, let's have a conversation, bro, let's have a conversation, sis, fuck you. I don't give a fuck if you block us. I don't give a fuck if you don't fuck with us no more. If you don't have a substantial reason to not fuck with us, to have hatred towards or to block us, fuck you. Yeah, I said that. And I said that with my chest pumped the fuck out. Recently, some people don't block my husband. I don't understand what the fuck for because there's never been no beef. But that just lets me know the hateriz- haterism in your in your throat. Because instead of picking up the fucking phone and making a phone call and calling and say, hey, bro, what's good? You blocked. That's some, that's some childish shit. Like I only block people when you have like harassed me. Like, have you harassed me? Like bothered me, bothered my spirit? I'm going to block you. Right. And being petty, I'm going to block you. But when you ain't did shit to me, I'm not going to block you because I don't have no reason to block you. But if I don't fuck with you, that's different. There's no reason, but like I said, I'm going to say it one more time, and I'm going to move on to my topic. If you don't fuck with me, if you don't fuck with him, if you don't care for us, if you don't have a desire to do whatever it is as far as picking up the con- a phone and having a conversation like two adults because we didn't do shit to you, but clearly you and your feelings because you're jealous or you're envious or whatever it is that you're feeling, fuck you. And the banana boat you rode the fuck up in on. And if you ever have a problem, my phone number has never changed. My email address is talkishradio at gmail.com. Okay, yeah, moving on. I just had to say that because I'm a straight shooter. I, I don't believe in all this extra shit, and I don't. I just don't like, I don't like bullshit. I don't like people that feel like it's okay to be friendly when it's convenient. So if you don't fuck with me on social media, don't fuck with me when you see me in person. Don't speak to me. I don't give a fuck where we at, what event we at. If you're just trying to look like you're trying to show face, don't say shit because I'm embarrassed to fuck out you. I'm going to say this to you. Oh, so you want to speak to me, but you blocked me. Make that make fucking sense. You could block me because you don't want to fuck with me, but you could speak to me when you see me in person. Fuck out of here, weirdo. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> and sorry for the profanity. I just, you know, I'm I'm trying to learn how to chill out with my words, but that, that's how I express myself. God knows I'm a still work in progress. So let's get to it because I don't have long um, wills. So if you watch my promo on Instagram, I talked about, um, last week we talked about child support, right? <clears throat> yeah, and that was a little fuzzy, but it is what it is. Y'all better deal with that shit. Um, so this week we're talking about wills. So let me kind of put it in perspective. I said on a promo video that if you were married, let me put my glasses on cause I want to read what I read and want to retract what. Oh, excuse me, I got burps going on here. I apologize, y'all. Um, Retract what I said because I had to do some research on wills. Now, let me say this. State to state is different. Certain states um, allow certain things with wills and others don't. So keep in mind when you have a will and you're married or you're not in certain states, it's honored by certain clauses. And in certain states, is not when children are involved. So these things that I'm reading to you are based off of, uh, I, asked, I went and tried to find some for Georgia, because that's the state that I live in, um, versus just in general. So I'm just going to read you what I have. So it says, if you're married, you and your spouse can have separate or joint wills that you sign yourselves this way. If something were to happen to one of you, there's no room for ambiguity or confusion. A popular option for many married couples or life partners is to make mirror wills. Okay. Second, I asked the question when a husband dies, what is the wife entitled to? So it says many married couples own most of their assets jointly with the right of survivorship, When one spouse dies, the surviving spouse automatically receives complete ownership of the property and this distribution cannot be changed by will. Okay, next, when you get married, does your spouse automatically become your beneficiary? The spouse is the automatic beneficiary for married people. If another person is designated beneficiary, the spouse will receive 50% of the assets and the designated beneficiary will receive the other 50%. So beneficiary, so if you have policies like a 401k annuity, CDs, IRAs, you can put a beneficiary on your policy, even your life insurance. So if you have a a designated beneficiary, then your spouse will get 50%, and then whoever you have as your beneficiary will get the other 50%, okay? Then I says, what does a surviving spouse inherit in Georgia? Now, these are questions that I'm asking Google because I want to be able to have more specifics about everything. It says the default inheritance rule. The default rule is that the spouse splits the estate with the deceased children. But the spouse will never receive less than one third of the estate. It is important to remember that only natural and adopted children count. Stepchildren of the deceased do not count. So, in other words, inherit. If my husband was to pass away, God forbid, my children are his stepchildren. They wouldn't inherit anything because they're not his biological children. Only his children will inherit anything. If and he does if he does not leave a will, which we're not going to do that. So um, that would be the case that if there was no will allowed or no will written, that whatever is inherited would be, you know, mainly split between the spouse and the original bloodline children. Okay, that's without a will. But with a will, it changes the game. So this is why I say it's very important to designate a will. Um, deaths unfortunately gets very messy. I hate, and it's so sad that when people die, people get a day, you would think people would want to grieve over the death. Like I'm the last thing I'm worried about is who getting what, who's spending where, what I'm not even worried about that. I'm worried about, I'm hurt because someone that I love is gone. Okay um oh sidebar happy belated father's day to all my previous fathers and all the good fathers and bad fathers no the bad fathers y'all don't get happy father's day all the great fathers happy father's day to y'all I wanted to say that on live um so uh yeah so it's important to get a well and, and if you saw my promo I said that uh I said that when a husband and wife is married And one of the spouses die, whoever the remaining spouse is, and and gets everything. But like I said, I had to retract that. Inherit means if there was no will, his children would get a percentage, but I would get at least a third of everything, and they would get the remaining. So that's if there's no will in place. Now, if he put a will in place, and I don't ask questions on what he has on his will, he has, we have had sat down and had conversations on what, what, <laughs> I'm trying to say this I'll say this, what is designated and what is not designated. My husband is an a-hole. I would just say that. I love him. But we have discussed on many conversations because I believe in having everything in writing um, because I don't want drama. I don't want drama at the funeral. I don't want drama. Like I don't. Because me, I look at it like this. When I pass on, there's not many people in my life. I mean, I might have friends and strangers, but I don't really have family in my life that I really care for like like that. My sister cousin, yes. Um, her her immediate family. Um, a few sprinkled distant cousins. But my immediate cousins, yeah, I don't fuck with none of them. I blocked everybody in my family. <laughs> my family is trifling. Shouts out to them. Shops out to the ops. You know who you are. If you fucking with the ops, I am i don't fuck with you. Like, I really, mm-mm. My family can be very vicious, so I'm with the bullshit. And I already tell everybody, my number ain't never fucking changed. If you ever got any beef, please call me. Please. I have blocked my family because I feel like they just shady as shit. Like, you'll watch, but, bitch, you won't say nothing. Then you go fuck with the ops. Like, yeah, let me not. Let <laughs> me let me be quiet. Let me drink my water and my my business. Let me just say that. But again, my number has not changed. You got any problems, send me a DM if you don't have my current phone number. Message me on Instagram. Message me on Facebook. Uh, you have my email address. If it's not, it's talkishradio at gmail.com. And um, we can talk about it. And I'll gladly advise you on why I feel the way I feel towards family members. Um. So... In saying all of that, like I said, wills are different. So it's very important that husband and wife, especially when there's stepchildren involved, sit down and have a conversation. If you have a little of anything, I think it's best to sit down. Because my f- husband now has grown a lot more assets than he had, um, it's best that we sit down and talk about his annuity, 401ks, all that, mine's his. We put everything in perspective We already know we're going to get each other's beneficiaries, options, my money, his money. We'll both get it if one of us pass away. But we have to make sure that we set aside for the loved ones or family members that we have. You know, now my husband has a different different thought on that. But it is what it is. Me, on the other hand, I just try to keep the lightness of it. I'm like, really, baby? He's like, yep. If you ever dated Aquarius, understand once their mind is made up, it ain't no shaking. When an Aquarius stop fucking with you, they cut you off like you never existed ever in their life. I never, I thought Virgos were bad. Like we can cut you off. Well, we know you exist and we will acknowledge you eventually once we get over the, mo- the emotional bullshit. But Aquariuses, the moment you hurt them, it's like a dagger in their heart. They will never fuck with you again. My husband, I can have the most. I like peace, right, babe? You know we have to forget. Nope. <laughs> he don't even let me finish the question, babe. We need to forget. Nope. I said you no, and when he say no, that's it. I'm like okay. He says I be thinking you want me to change my opinion, like you don't agree with me. I said no, no, no. I said he said I'm not asking you to agree with me, but do you think that I'm wrong for feeling the way I feel? I said like, no. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. So I'm not going to say if you're wrong or right, but me, I feel like there should be peace. Like eventually it has to be form of peace. He's like, no, fuck peace. I was like, wow. He's like, if you don't fuck with me now, I don't fuck with you neither. And I'll never fuck with you again. I was like, wow. No, you don't want to go back. Maybe people can sometimes realize later on and they made mistakes and apologize. They can apologize and I'll take the apology, but I don't mean I want to fuck with you. I'll take it. I'll acknowledge it but that don't mean I want to fuck with you just cuz you want to fuck with me now now don't mean that I'm going to want to fuck with you then I said okay so all I do is like okay it's <laughs> all so okay you know but I try to keep peace cuz like I said I don't want no drama there will be no drama on my end cuz remember I'm the only child from my mother um my father has multiple kids of course but but by by my mommy it's just me um, I have my children, but my kids are all set up in their own sustained situations. So that's it. There's no beef. My kids love him. We don't have no drama, nothing. But I still put things in order because you never know what can happen. Shit changes overnight. You could love somebody today and the next week you hate their fucking guts. And then what? So... That's why I want to put things in order. And I wanted him to put things in order on his end because it's just been a lot of turmoil for a few years. Um, and I don't want no pee, no drama, no smoke. no. I, mm, 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 I don't do that. I don't get involved. I, I learned to not, no longer be involved. I drink in my water and mind in my business. I'm going to stay in my lane over here with my beautiful children and live my happy married life and say everything else it is what the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? So I want you know, him to have some understandings that if I pass on, you are, we already understand what's dictated to do. He has to do if I'm no longer breathing. And when you pass on, I, I need you to put everything in right. <laughs> don't leave me to have conversations with nobody. I don't want to talk to a soul. There's only a few people that I would communicate in my husband's family, which is his God mom. She's like his stepmother. She basically kind of raised him. So, um, her, I, me and her, I call her mom. We are tighter than two. That was going to say something that I would have got bad for. We're tighter than two pigs and slop. Okay. And to my sissy poo Jewels, um, love them to the pieces. We talk on a regular. Um, and then a couple of his family members that he associated with, of course, his brother. Um, and I think a couple of aunts and stuff that I've, I've met. Um, but other than that, you know, that said He doesn't really have surrounding family like that. Um, and so I just made it a point to make sure that you detail. He's like, you are my wife, and you whatever you fucking say is going to fucking happen. I said, oh, no, 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 no. See, I, I already know where that's going to go. And he's like, what, you scared? I said, no, I'm not scared. I just don't want no drama. Like, I stay away from, I want to, look. This is why I've tried to be so calm all these years and just shut up. And eventually you get frustrated because it just, when somebody keeps backing you in the corner, it's like you trying my, you testing my smoke. Like I don't got it. But again, emotions were involved. So I had to to fall back and I had to realize and put myself in certain perspective of understanding and just say, I can't do that no more. He understands my point of view and how I feel on that whole situation. Like... I wiped my hands clean. Done. I'm. That's it. Nothing. I, nothing ever again. I'm never going to speak. I'm never going to acknowledge if I see nothing ever again in life. Like one thing about me, and I understand how he feels. When you're hurt, when somebody feel like when you feel like you've been stabbed in the back by somebody, you can't. There's no coming back from that. Some things you can't ever come back from, and that's what I want people to understand. You better think about the shit you're saying and doing to certain people that you supposedly care about and love because you can't come back for that. You can't. You could can say I'm sorry a million times, but that person will never forget what you said. They will never forget what you said. So I'm just saying keep in mind. That's why I watch what I say to people. That's why. Now, if you come at me and I done had some come for me and say some shit to me that i just be like, you must be a very – Oh, my God, I'm not going to go there. Let me, in the name of Jesus, we're not going to do that. Drink my water, mind my business. But moving on, get a will. It's important. Designate things for your children, for your family members, and your loved ones. If you choose not to put people in wills, people have to just accept that. Understand a will is a binding legal contract. And I'm not just talking about write up something on a piece of paper and get it notarized. When you're getting a legal will done, legally, like go through an attorney. It has to be two witnesses that are aware of what's in the will that sign off on it. In front of a notary or an attorney where there's a third signature. Because that's a legal bind. Bind. And I don't, you know, every state is different for wills. So I told my husband we would definitely have a will here because he moves to Georgia next year. Um, and he should have a will in New York. I don't have a need to have a will in New York because it ain't nothing, nothing there for me. <laughs> so, but he does, you know. He has people and family that he needs to make sure. If he chooses, I'm not sure. And again, I'm not getting involved. Um, that he wants to designate certain things to so um get a will it's important i know you might feel like nah it is what it is but do it sooner than later because like i said the way this world is going people are dying left and right for just like boom they are here today. look one of my good friends that i've been friends with over 24 years no i'll say about 20 years we've been friends i met him my daughter's probably was about three my oldest daughter um my best friend called me from Virginia like a week or so ago, and she was like, Bitch, you ain't gonna believe who just what I, what I found out. I said, Well, she said, such and such died. I was like, What? How? She said, Bitch, I have no idea. So, we for like the next hour, we all on his social media, and all you see is RIP, RIP. So, we not understanding. Nobody's saying what happened because nobody knew. It was just announced overnight. So, I reached out to one person that was connected to me somehow i don't know how i guess they were following me and i asked him i said hey what happened and eventually first he said i don't know myself and nobody seems to know what happened finally like a couple hours later he sent me a message he said he was in the gym and he was working out and had a heart attack and died at 40 41 41 years old this man was a bite like in the perfect health perfect health worked for the state for, for for the United States of America uh for like the you know armed forces and stuff like that. He been with them for years, has one beautiful daughter that's off in college, um traveled all over the world because of his job. He did great things. Single man, rode a bike, living his best life. Yo, that that it, 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 I couldn't even believe it. I was in awe. So my husband goes to the gym every day, twice a day. In the morning before he goes to work, and in the evening, when he leaves work, he goes to the gym. I immediately call him like, hey, 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 hey. I need you to relax a little bit on the gym crap because I, I, you you got to be able to come home to me. And I don't, I don't understand what's going on right now. But no, sir, I, no, I don't want none of them things happening. You feel any type of breathing hard, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I make my husband go to the doctor checkups the whole night because no, no, no. We not having that, but it was just terrible. But see, and I know he was smart enough to do a will because what he did for a living—he worked for the government. So when you work for the government in certain type of jobs, you automatically get policies. They make you do a will because their jobs can be very sticky. So I'm sure he had that. He had one daughter, she'll be set for life. She ain't gonna ever probably worry about nothing ever again in her life. Um, but. I'm sure if she could take it back, she'd get a father versus all the financial stability she will have now for the rest of her life. You know what I'm saying? So t- trust me, it's a will is important because you never know. You can walk outside and never come home again. And your kid is going to fight amongst themselves who gets what. Trust me, they will. They will. Even though they're your children and they got to split it between them. Somebody's going to be greedier than the next child. It just happens or aunts or uncles or cousins, whatever, but get a will. It's important. It's important to designate your finances to people because if not, and you don't leave a will and people got to split it. Yeah, that's going to end really bad. So that's why most rich people, they always leave their money to their dogs (laughs) or they donate it. Yeah. I've seen rich people donate they won't even give money to their kids. They won't give their kids shit. Nothing, not a dollar. They give it to everybody else. I mean, for whatever reasons they've had. I mean, I've heard um, wealthy people say that I worked hard for this money and I'm going to spend every goddamn last dime till I die because I earned it. I worked hard for them kids. Ain't this shit. They're going to have to work for their own fucking money. I've seen a lot of parents say that. And then there's other parents that, you know, leave their kids everything. So it just depends. Be kind to your parents because you just never know. One night your parent might wake up and hit the lotto and then you got a bad relationship with him and you get nothing. I'm just saying. I tell them, look, my kids always try to be nice to me. I know I'm going to need you one day, Mom. <laughs> I don't like you today, but tomorrow I'm going to need you, so let me just be nice. But, yeah, it happens. So I think it's important that parents just go ahead and get a, a well-done um, and just designate things 401k new Dcds iras all of that comes into play because when you have those type of policies they always ask for a beneficiary and nine times out of ten most people put their children as a beneficiary but people change them every day so don't assume that you are added to somebody's policy because you may not you may have been at one point in time and they may change that So remember that. But children as well. I've taught my daughter. How she has her first 401k now at 23. um, 24, excuse me. Um, First, she just got started paying for her own insurance. So she got dental, medical, vision. Uh, She has her own 401k. Um, So now she's learning. She's learning how to uh, do certain things. Um, I don't suggest too much in cities IRAs anymore. I just had mine since... Jesus... I think I've had my CDs, it's got to be at least 25 years. So I, when it, when I had CDs back then, they were worth something. So mine's have built. But now with the interest rates not being like they were way 24 years ago, like in 1999, um, it's different. So I don't suggest really getting any CDs, or IRAs, my suggestion. Um, if you have a financial advisor, then talk to them. Um, investments, be mindful that you can lose your money in investment. So make sure that you do your research on the investment before you invest your life savings or anything into any uh, financial situation because it doesn't always work out. Um, I've seen people lose $300,000, $400,000 in an investment because that's what it is, an investment. But there's no guarantee. They can tell you, oh, you get such and such back in a quarter, but sometimes it don't. And you don't get it back. That's why you have to make a conscious decision to know what you're investing in. So I will say that uh, just look around and see what type of investments you would like to consider. 401k normally comes with your job. Annuities, uh, retirement plans, They comes with those come with your job uh, most of the time when you work in a corporate field. I did. So I was in banking for 20 years. So because I was, I was able to accumulate all that stuff. So when I'm ready to retire at 62, well, 65 now, (laughs) uh, I'll be able to get my pension and all of my stuff. And same thing with my husband. So we'll both have enough to be comfortable with. So this is why I say it's so important to invest or important to make sure you designate because you just don't want. Drum. you want to be able to go on the ground peacefully you don't want people at your funeral freaking fighting and arguing over who gets what like they don't even make no sense but people do it i've been to a few funerals and i just be sitting there like damn person ain't even in the dirt yet and y'all already going hamburger or even with my sister when her father her child um her oldest son died uh the father left her everything she didn't even know because they was on bad terms And he died really, really horribly. Um, And because of how he died, he had a policy, insurance policy. He left her like, baby, I can't even tell you how much money he left her. But he left her a lot of stuff, a lot of money, properties and everything. His family was so mad that he didn't leave them nothing and left her everything. They came and destroyed the house, the property that he had, that he gave to her. Destroyed it. Like at the funeral my the mother felt like, oh, you should pay for the family members to come in town. She's like, I'm not paying for the family members to come in town. They need to come in town on their own condescending. But they were bullying her. So I had to show up like, what we doing? Because we're not about to do that here. Don't get mad because your brother, your son, your uncle, your, whoever he was to you didn't leave you nothing. You can't get mad. It's a binding document. You You can't fight that. But they fought it and they wanted to like fight her. I was like, we not we could all fight at the funeral home. That's just what we what we do. We could do that today. I'm with it. I don't I don't play when it comes to the people I love. Like no no don't do that. Don't do that. Like I, I I'm gonna go ten toes down. We all gonna go to jail today. Today we are gonna all go to jail today. So protect um, your loved ones and protect yourself. It's important. And if you don't have any type of you know investments or 401ks or anything then get you a life insurance policy please it's very important and some of these policies actually will let you cash out after a certain amount of time like 10 years you may have accrued like 20,000 and name it, they'll let you cash it out you know what i'm saying but it'll be worth something god forbid if you pass on at least you can leave your children something if you don't have a lot of other things get you a policy spend a little 50 60 a month on it um and just designate your children as beneficiaries. So at least when you pass on, you don't leave your financial burdens on them. That they can pay for your funeral and any, any remaining debt you may have, they can pay that off and still be a little comfortable. Give them a little cushion. So that's what I say. You don't have to leave your kids a lot. But try to get them, give get a decent amount of policy to leave them enough. Um, I would suggest getting a policy, a life insurance policy, and getting a funeral policy. Trust me, this gets very expensive monthly, but it's worth it. So a funeral policy will cover sometimes your burial, and uh, because with a funeral, you got to pay for the church, the service, the box, um, and the burial, four different things. And when my uncle passed away, oh my God, I I couldn't even believe a funeral cost that much. Like I just, it was, it was mentally I didn't even understand, but that look I told my kids, cremate me, keep all the money, <laughs> don't even bury me. Ain't no, need no, don't, ain't no need for you to waste money a ten thousand dollar casket to put me in to put me in a ground. That's gonna be another. So it's twenty thousand dollars just for the box and to bury you in the ground. So the box is ten thousand to bury you. A plot is ten thousand. That's the minimum. The minimum. What's twenty bands already? We ain't talking about the church, the reception. Like, we ain't talking about all the extra stuff, the, 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 all of that. We're not talking about none of that. Mm-mm. This is just your box and your plot. Yeah, I told my kids, don't even waste your time. I will not want y'all to live y'all best life because I'm going to leave y'all some decent money. So go ahead and cremate me, which is about $2,500. Give me a nice little yearn for Bobby, $500. Get y'all tiny little yearns, you, hubby, and your brother and sister, Put my little ashes, some ashes in the urn. Put it on a chain and carry me with y'all for the rest of your lives and keep the urn with my husband in the house. That's it. And keep the money. By that time, I ain't going to have no debt. I'm going to own my house. Yeah, you won't have no debt to pay off of me. So that will be all yours on top of their own money that they get for their policies. So, yeah. Don't, ain't no need. I don't want my mother and them get mad at me. They're like, oh, God said you shouldn't do that. You're supposed to get married together." Look, 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 look. Me and God will talk about it as time comes sooner and closer to that date. But for now, my mental capacity is I'm not spending all this money to put me in the ground. That's stupid to me. Now, some people need that. And I'm not going against the grain if that's what you want to do. But for me, uh-uh, that's not happening. Save the bread and just make me some little pretty ashes and put me a nice little yarn. And y'all get some baby urns and put them on your necks. And that's it. And we're going to be happy. And every time you want to come see mommy, just know I'm always over your heart. I will always be close to you and I'm never going to leave you. That's it. (laughs) That's just my motto. Can't speak for nobody else, but I'm going to speak for Brooklyn, okay? So, guys, I wanted to make sure that we understood each other. And I did want to backtrack my previous promo when I said that when the spouse dies, everything automatically goes to the wife. I had to read up on it and do my research and realize that every state is different. So depending on what state you're in, follow and see what it says as far as a will is concerned. If you are a child and you want to know if my father passes on, but he's married, what benefits do we have? If he has a will or he doesn't have a will, how does it affect us or, you know, anything like that, aunts, uncles, cousins, it doesn't matter, but every state is different. So I live in Georgia, so I can only go by Georgia laws, but that's why I wanted to read those certain paragraphs to you because it was kind of an open conversation, and then one was for Georgia. But check into the laws for your wills in the state that you reside in, and then you know, then you know how to move forward and structure everything. But definitely please make sure you guys get a will. It is very, very important to have one um, to keep peace and to be able to be buried in peace without the drama, okay? Um, guys, it's about time for me to go, but it's been fun. I've, I have had a great time. I will give you all a hint of what are we gonna talk about next week. Next week, now let me remind y'all, I'm going on vacation after that. So there will be no no show on july 6th because i will be in in miami living my best life remember i told y'all my husband got me a big surprise and i don't get it until the 4th of july so stay tuned if you follow me on the gram i'm sure i'm gonna be posting whatever the surprise is he's telling me it's absolutely phenomenally huge so i'm like god damn i said was it a bit he said no we ain't got there yet but two it ain't the house. So what else could it be? So I'm excited. I want y'all to be excited for me. So just understand that um July 6th on that Thursday, I will not be doing the show because I will be in Miami on vacation living my best life. Okay. Period. But next week's show, uh, we're going to talk about my husband wants to, my husband brought this up and he said he thought it was be a good topic. Not there too. Uh does it pay to be a good man? Fellas, it's all about y'all next week. Does it pay to be a good man? And reason being is because a lot of these bad, sorry, poor excuse for men, out here living their best life. While the good men wind up getting stuck with the bullshit. And I have seen it personally with my own eyes. I have heard it personally with my own ears. I've heard the fucked up niggas get treated the greatest but the good ones, the ones that've been ten toes down, that have been there, that have been supportive, been loving, been everything, get treated like shit. So the question is, you know, as far as men are concerned, do bad is it is it worth it? You mean does do bad men win? So I definitely men, I want to hear your opinion. Cause they always saying good guys win. And the good the the bad guys win and the good guys end last. So I told my husband, I agreed to disagree only because I've seen a lot of wicked men just live their best life. And these girls jumping through hoops for them. And you're like, huh? But the good men they treat like shit. Like I've seen it. And I don't even understand. Like I ain't treating no, I got a great, let me, let me say this. I got a great man. Not a good, great, great man. I would never treat him any other way other than the greatness of a king that he is. He treats me like the queen that I am, and I will always treat him like the king he is. So I got a good man. I know what I got. I ain't about to lose it. I will fight for it. I'll go to jail for it. So you, you ain't got to worry about that, okay? But for the men that ain't shit, and y'all want me go 10 toes down for them, yeah. The fucked up men win, and the good guys lose. So we're going to talk about that next week, okay? so guys make sure you follow of course me your girl brooklyn's finest on the at brooklyn's finest 347 follow our geyser dj hercules at dj hercules underscore 787 and again he'll be back in the studio next month uh just probably for a month because he goes on tour in august and he'll be gone for a couple of months um follow the radio station talkish radio at gmail.com oh, i'm sorry <laughs> talkish radio on the gram t-a-l-k-i-s-h-h-h radio and then talk your ish podcast and that is t-a-l-k-y-o-i-s-h-h-h podcast also follow me on tiktok at dj hercules the same thing as instagram three brooklyn's finest three four seven on tiktok and he as well uh, DJ Hercules underscore 787 he does ladies nights every Friday um, we had a huge success with it with the party that he did so keep following him every uh, Friday at 7 p.m eastern standard time uh, if you guys have any questions comments concerns topics uh, please send us an email at radio at gmail.com uh, and put in the subject line whether it's a comment a topic or a question uh, and we'll get to it within 72 hours and we'll respond to you Um, I'm going to do some pop-up shows in July. I don't know what date yet, but when I do, I'll let you guys know. And if you're in the Atlanta area and you want to come through the studio and be my surprise co-host, you can, if you want to be a surprise co-host, make sure that you put in the subject line co-host, um, and give me a little information about yourself. If you have any uh, resume on radio that you've done, send that to me as well. Send me your social media handles as well. So I can take a look at you. Okay. So guys, thank you for tuning in this week. Again, we talked all things well. We talked all things about investments and how important it is to to make sure that your loved ones are taken care of and blessed and well. Um, Make sure that you guys keep doing what you're doing. Um, At the end of the day, great things will happen. If you stay focused, keep God first. And always know at the end of the day that life is short. So what you going to do about it? What you going to do about it? you got to make sure that your peoples and your family members are set up well so when you're no longer here providing for them as you did when you were living, that you still can provide for them when you're no longer here. So make sure you get you a will or get you a life insurance policy and make sure that you make the right adjustments on how it can settle your life. If you can get you a funeral plan, um, burial plan, get that as well. Get that out the way so that's one less financial bill that they have to worry about when you've left them some money from the um, insurance policy. So, all right, guys, it's been fun. Thank you. Remember, drink your water, mind your motherfucking business. <laughs> Leave them people alone. Stay in your lane. Focus on you. God bless. Godspeed. I wish you guys the best. It's your girl, Brooklyn's Finest, and I will definitely see you guys next Brooklyn week. Brooklyn in here tonight.